I think I lost you. <laughs> All right. Facts, lies, and one truth. In the hizzy. Yeah. Sorry, we lost Brandon there. We got him back, though. Welcome back. Brandon. He's back. He's back. He's back. He's like Eminem. He is. He is kind of like yeah. Eminem. <laughs> Facts, lies, and one truth for you. We're here on Sorn and Sway on Sunday. We have a special guest. We're about to bring him in one second. You already kind of heard him, so you already got a little preview. Yeah. 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 Uh, on to iTunes tomorrow. 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 Google. Tomorrow. Facebook Live now. Facebook Live now. Or Facebook. tomorrow. <laughs> Facebook Live is now. Speaking of that, I need to share that out to all the lovely listeners and viewers. We, we made good timing. Yeah. And we are on at one yeah. today. Slowing and swaying. So that's good. I haven't even lit my cigar yet. Really? I have not. Slacker. I have not. But I'm getting ready to here in a second. We had a little logic coming in for you this morning. Love it. We also had, was it last night? Have, have you seen the Blake Griffin dunk last night? Mm-mm. Did you see that? No, I haven't. That was ridiculous. Was it? Yes, it was insanity. I think it, correct me if I'm wrong, Miles Plumley, Mason Plumley, I think's his name. Yeah, Plumley. I think it's Miles Plumley, but he absolutely got blasted. Really? That was the dunk of the year by far. Got, by far, I the mean, dunk just got here. like posterized, dunked on, just absolutely crushed. Blake's a beast. Turn your alarm off. I, oh, sorry. Hey, Brandon, get out of your car. <laughs> absolutely blasted. But that's okay. Yeah. So before I go on my rant, I'm going to go ahead and bring Brandon in. Sweet. Brandon, you there? Yep. Yeah. He's here. Hey, Brandon, what's up, man? Nothing. Chilling. Working. Yeah. Cool. Living the dream. Yep. Um, so this is Brandon Morrow, good buddy of mine. Wanted to bring him on the show. He's from Dallas, Texas, right? Is that right, Brandon? Yes. Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas. Texas. Huge. I don't know if I consider a huge Mavs fan. Huge. Not a huge Texas fan. Who's your number one team down there? Who who do you wake up every morning like, I want to watch that game? I don't know. I've broken probably more shit over the Cowboys. Oh, that's right. There we go. You've had season tickets for for as long as I've known you. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've I've broken things over the Rangers. I've completely smashed a remote over the Mavs. (laughs) (laughs) And I I remember when the Texas Rangers went to the World Series back-to-back, the first one, you you slammed the remote down. You walked into yeah. the kitchen, poured you a double shot of tequila, and <laughs> boom. Hell yeah. Deuces. Yeah. That's a fan. Uh, that's so, a fan. That's fantastic. So that's, that's, a there's a Dallas fan for you. Okay, so yeah. you're taking classes at St. Joe's. I didn't want to get into it too much, but you are. tell me what you're studying. Just tell me what you're studying. Uh, business analytics and uh, business intelligence. And I just 
The reason I'm going for it is one, um, it will give me a better shot to go to a good NBA like Chris, another buddy of ours. Yep. Yep. And uh, also uh, quantitative. So, so for people that don't know, I know Jerry knows analytics is huge. What is, is analytics growing? What exactly is it? When I sit down and look at analytics, what is it, what is it supposed to tell me? What does it tell me? Uh, crunching numbers, anything. So you're just breaking segments by segments. So tendencies for a player on yeah. certain parts of the court tendencies in terms of statistics, the players, where like where they would go on the floor, like where they're hottest from on the floor. You know, like everything. 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 Okay. Yeah. So it it, it literally breaks down everything into a number. Right. And then you can write run a report on it. So give someone give someone's tendency. You know, so if they're if they're good good from the arc, they're good from the wing. If 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 they're a slant guy, I mean, it breaks all that down for you. Very much like what Pro Football Focus, I think, is is absolutely same exact idea. That's awesome for sure. That is Um, awesome. but it's also helpful from the opponent's side, knowing what they do, but it's also helpful for your guys and what they need to get better at. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. For sure. So, so I, I know you're studying that. I thought that was really cool. Hell yeah. And w- is this your first semester, St. Joe's? Yeah. I'm in first my semester. first class. Is, Hard it, as hell. is there like a degree for sports analytics, or is it more of like an analytics, like you're going for statistics and things like that, or is it literally sports analytics? It's just analytics. It's actually business intelligence and analytics. Gotcha. Uh, Which makes sense. So it could go into broad. You could. You may not even want to. If sports don't work out, you got other options. Yeah, it's a good possibility that probably (laughs) will happen. Well, and I got to. I've got to assume there's got to be a great uh, future for that. I mean, with everything being web based anymore, internet based, app based, having someone that is sharp on the analytics to be able to to look at data and analyze it and find tendencies, oh, find out how sure. a, a white guy is going to buy his cigars. I mean, as, as he's lighting up now, would yes, something that's, that's invaluable to businesses. Absolutely. We yes, need that. For sure. So, Brandon, real quick. Yogi yeah. Ferrell has returned to the bench for the, uh, for the Dallas Mavs. And I know I haven't watched a ton of Mavs games because they sucked in the beginning and they're finally <laughs> trying to come around. I, yeah. I have to ask you this question. Personally, I have picked up Yogi Ferrell on my fantasy team, and honestly, he's been kind of the Kickstarter. <laughs> For sure. So my question, again, to, my question to you is, is, if, is Darren Williams going to be traded? And B, can Yogi Ferrell step in now that he's got a new deal with the Mavs and be their starting point guard for the next two to three seasons? I hope to God and no. I hope to God Darren Williams gets traded. Giant contract. Well, so no. Rick Carlisle's been a huge Darren Williams guy, though. Oh, for sure. But the problem is, is that the Mavs have been since we've won the title, we have been average as the day is long. Right? We get in the playoffs, we lose first round to the Spurs. Yeah, to the Spurs or the Thunder. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, I would like them to suck, so we can be garbage, and then we can rebuild. So you are, even though Cuban's been against that for the past 10 seasons because oh, he's had Dirk, you're ready. You're ready, ready for oh, rebuild mode. Is Yogi Ferrell on your rebuilding team? No. Nah, there's a reason why he was in the D-League first. Well, there's been plenty of good players in the D-League. Plenty of good players. Now, are they? do you build around them? Not necessarily. but <laughs> No. They can be serviceable players. What, what do you have against the D-League? I don't have anything against it. I'm just saying there's a reason why he was in the D-League, and I'm in – I think you, if you could get picks for him, trade for him, I mean, you know, it's time to rebuild, start start over. So you don't want to make the playoffs this year. Do you think they make the playoffs this year? 
Um, Eight seed, sneak in. It's close. They're, yeah, they're still bad. They're a couple games back, but they can sneak in. A lot of ball left. It pisses me off because it's true and because Rick Carlisle is so good that there's a possibility. Absolutely. Okay, so we talked about earlier this week, and I'm going to switch over to professional on you. And you called me hot and bothered. <laughs> hot oh, and bothered. And you, about what? you said, dude, dude, Kareem, Kareem Abdul Jabari, he's better than Jordan. I was like, I what? It was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So tell me, because you already have told me, tell us, tell the fans, tell Jerry, what's what's Kareem, what's his case? What's he got? Um, what is it? What is it? All-time points leader, third all-time overall blocks, third all-time overall rebounds. Run it six times, uh, league MV- or six times league MVP, six times champions with two different teams. Yeah, and one of them was early in his career, I think. 70s. One of them was early in his career. Yeah. And I'm sick I'm just sick of the whole Jordan thing because he was six and zero in the finals. I'm sick of this getting players to the finals. So stupid. So you're 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 saying so you just think it's they're about even. Because what you just told me, Jordan's right there in a lot of those categories, especially points. Oh, definitely six and zero in championships. He's six sure. and, but, he's, I, I'm, but I'm saying I'm just sick of everybody just blowing away that Michael Jordan is the best. Like he's like the greatest of all time, and like the second guy's not even close because there's plenty of close people. Like there's Kareem. Uh, is Kobe want to close? Go off champion, Bill Russell. Bill Russell's close. Okay. Uh-huh. Is what about? Is Kobe close? It's, no. Kobe's, Kobe's not close. Not even top ten. Kobe's oh my gosh, team. Kobe's not even top ten. I hate that dude. That's fair. Dude. Is Magic close? Yeah, in a, in a way he is, just because. Oh, sorry, pulled out the wrong one. In a way he is because, uh, you know, just his versatility makes him just, you know. So, he, so he if you were taking the best part of all time, so. So if you were taking, Jerry had this question. You want to ask him a question about if you're in a draft? If you're in a draft, so first overall pick, you know, for your for your. For your team, you're going to take Kareem over Matt or over Michael. Well, I'm taking LeBron over anybody. Uh-huh. Okay, <laughs> but if you had to choose, okay, second pick. If you so, had Kareem yeah. or Michael, who are you taking? Oh, if, if I'd probably Kareem. I mean, I'm already short up. You know, I'm, I want a guy, guy down low, and Kareem gives me more versatile. I mean, he's great inside. He's great outside. He has the most unblockable shot of all time. True. You know, if you um, have you have you watched NBA TV all the season, especially on Tuesday nights? No. Th- they had the bracket of most unstoppable move or shot mm-hmm. of all time. Oh, yeah. Skyhook's always going to be up there. Uh, Kareem yeah. Kareem went against in the first round against Tim Duncan's uh, uh, bank shot. Yeah. Tim Duncan beat him in the first round. Oh, I mean, you know, because Kareem's not going to skyhook every single shot. Once or twice, maybe three times a but game. It's but it's the most unstoppable shot. Maybe. I mean, I might take Jordan's fadeaway because that was pretty unstoppable. He, he was obviously – he went pretty far as well. From last time I saw, and I think they're doing the winner this week coming up. Yeah. The, the final winner. They're in the finals right now. And Dirk's in it. Dirk's one-step fadeaway is in the finals. And guess who's against him? It shocked me. Manu Ginobili's Eurostep. Mm. Ah, Interesting. Stop. Interesting. Get it. Yeah, yeah that, that's interesting. It's it, Carl Malone's, uh, whatever his shot was, was on there. D Wade's pump fake was yeah. on there. 
I told you Tim Hardaway was on Obviously, Michael Jordan's fadeaway. Kobe's fadeaway was on there. And none of those guys that you would expect to make the finals made it. Yeah, I mean. It was, it was Euro yeah. Step, Mono Ginobili. Well, you know, the, the Kareem-Michael, uh, that, that debate is, I mean, you can do, I mean, you can, go, you can go a lot of different ways with that. Even some of the greatest players of all time have dubbed Michael the, the, the greatest of all time. Magic, Larry, you know, a lot of those guys have already said that, that, that Michael's the greatest. Give Michael another five years. If you had another five years, because, I mean, Kareem played five more years than Michael did, and he would have outpointed him, would have probably out, well, maybe, well, I couldn't have out-rebound on that, but that's too far of a distance. Already outstole him. Might have gotten close on the blocks. Is there something to say for longevity in terms of that's a that's a point in your favor? Well, as a center, it's very it's a lot easier gives- to do. I mean, Shaq. I mean, now productive during longevity is different than just longevity. Anyone can stay in the league forever. Mm-hmm. Vince Carter's a rare one. He's been in what twenty years and he's productive. I mean, right. he's a he's a productive yeah. member of the NBA. Yeah. Um, you know, Jordan for what he did. I mean, fifteen years is incredible. And I think probably three of those were at the end when he, the Wizards and yeah. some other I mean, things. Yeah, he's still in averaging there. twenty yeah. points a game or so. Yeah, I mean, his average didn't really come down, but. Uh, I mean, you know, the reason I've always said, and I grew up with Jordan, I grew up with Kareem, I grew up with Magic, I grew up with Larry, I grew up with, with the greatest of all time. But it was always for me, the reason I always thought Jordan was the greatest, and it's not even so much stats, because Westbrook and LeBron, they're going to have better stats than Jordan have. Right. It's just the killer instinct that players just didn't, I didn't see. You don't see it much now, and they're trying to bring the rivalries back. But when Magic and Jordan play each other, they won best of friends off the court. Right. They wanted to kill each other on the court. Yeah. Larry was the same way. Kareem was the same way. These great guys were the same way. But Jordan just seemed like he wanted to rape your family and eat your kids. Yeah, he I did. Mean, that's, oh, for sure. He had a, he had a Tiger Woods type. And, Tiger Woods. And, and Kareem, you know, Lou Alcindor changed his name to be a more humble guy. And that already tells me you've lost your, your, you've lost your eye of the tiger like Rocky did. True. Just by changing your name because you wanted to be a, a, a nicer guy. And you, you kind of lose your edge. I like Kareem back in the black and white days. I mean, I, you know, back when, you know, he was just, he wanted to win. He, he wanted to do the same thing Jordan did. Once he changed his name, put the goggles on, and then moved yeah. to L.A., it's when it all changed. And they had a pretty loaded team anyways. It was, and back in the day, I, I kind of don't give centers a whole lot of credit anyways, Brandon, just because it seems like the centers were, you didn't find very many seven one seven foot two guys, and when you did, they were dominant. Yeah. You know, everybody in the NBA when when Jordan was playing was like six foot four to six foot seven, and they were that was right at the rise of the playing maybe three different positions on the court. In some cases, going down and playing, you know, uh, a center from time to time. Right. You know, right. so I, I don't dis I don't disagree with your argument because I, I as soon as he uh, as soon as Corey sent me that over, I looked it up. You know, the the, the Abdul uh, versus Jordan comparison, and it's it's other you know take the the seasons out, and I'd like to go back and actually take you know. Jabbar's last five seasons out and see where I'd like to ranks in comparison. I didn't get to watch them. a lot of a whole lot of Kareem, but it uh, Brandon raised the argument. It's a lot closer than I thought. It, it, yeah, well, I mean, they both got six it. titles. Um, you know, twenty to fifteen seasons. Uh, Kareem played eighteen more playoff, or he played eighteen playoff games. Jordan thirteen. Uh, Kareem made nineteen All Star games. Jordan made fourteen. Um, season MVPs: Kareem six, Michael five. Uh, finals MVPs, Kareem 2, Jordan 6, NBA first team, uh, 10 and 10. All NBA teams, total selections, Kareem 15, Michael 11. All defensive first teams, 5 for Kareem, 9 for Jordan. So the stats just go back and forth and back They're and very forth. Good. And, you know, you really need to get uh, 
someone to you know someone like Brandon who can analyze all this stuff and go. figure out who's really the best. Right. That should be your first you know call I to mean, glory. You know, figure figure it out. Why Michael is because he was six and zero in finals. Yeah, like no one will ever like you know that'll probably not be done again <clears throat> by a you great could win player. 10, yeah, you could win ten finals and make it to eleven, and they'd be like, oh, you didn't go undefeated. Right. No, I agree. Because right. if, if Jordan wouldn't have taken the two years off, he would have probably won eight. But if, <laughs> if he didn't take the two years off, you wouldn't probably put a you know Drexler or Akeem Olajuwon as is some of the greatest players ever. Yep. They're sure. kind of put in there because they won two 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 back to back finals. Speaking of yeah. it, guys, so real quick, Brandon, do you think that Kareem, Shaq, Ewing, even the Dream Shake, Olajuwon could? Today's games changed a lot. Can those big guys play today? Could they compete? I think now they like if you had like if we, like just Ewing was in the NBA right now, yes, mm-hmm. because he's just so dominant down low. You know, there's not really any guys that like bang down low like that. You know what I mean? I know it's changed, but like if you keep going outside, you know, and I have Ewing down low, I'm just gonna keep pumping him the ball, right? Put him on the line. Yeah, I mean, but it just it's we stretch the floor now. We want to stretch yeah. the floor and then give somebody like Curry, LeBron, I, Kyrie Irving, Kimball Walker. We want to give them space to, to kind of drive and kick if need to or drive and foul and one. The skills of the guards are so good today that they can drive, kick, or drive and score. With Ewing, that slows my offense down, and I could possibly get him foul trouble and kick it, and he's going to need help because my guards are so quick. So he comes out to give help. The guy's going to kick it out to his guy who can shoot a three. Yeah. So defensively, but, but, he's now even hampering me because he's so slow and has to pull away from maybe Draymond Green. Or I, I understand that now, but but if you put it on the flip side and he's on offense, who's going to guard him? You kick it down low, it's just, you know, double team him? Yep. I mean, obviously you Draymond know. Green's not big enough to, to go against yeah. him. You know, and like, let's be honest, Shaq will dominate in any... We, we've said that time and time again. Which, Shaq's the most dominating player of all time. He had a lot of underrated attributes. He actually passed the ball well because mm-hmm. he had big hands, and yep. he could just kind of do a LeBron thing where you just palm it and throw it. And he had soft touch, not on the free throw line. But when he had a hook, when he brought it out, it was a lot hmm. softer than you thought. Shaq, I think uh, Kareem actually had an unstoppable shot. So he possibly could. And I don't get to watch him a whole lot, so I don't know how nimble he was in terms of can he get out there and guard that guy who's going to shoot a three? Can he get out there and guard Draymond Green if need to when he's at the three-point line? Yeah. Well, I, I think that I, I do dominant centers. Uh, if you had someone like a Shaq, uh, who's dominant, Akeem Olajuwon, Patrick Ewing, you had some of these guys in the league today in their prime, they would dominate. You know, they really yeah. would. I mean, I couldn't imagine what the Warriors, how much better they would be if they had a Shaquille O'Neal in his prime, Draymond Green running forward, you got, you know, Kevin Durant, Curry, and Clay Thompson. Yeah. I mean, because you're getting 30, you know, out of a dominant center, you're getting, what, 30, 35 every single game out of that guy. Especially Shaq in the playoffs. Draymond's going to get oh. you, what, 17? And he's kind of playing the center, kind of, yeah. you know. So, I mean, you're getting 20 more points out of that. Yeah. So now they're going from averaging 140 to 160 a game. <laughs> so, so Brandon, you're on the yes side. You think they can? Oh, for sure. For I sure. think because they can. It's like, it's the reason is is because like when you're lacking in one area, you you make it up in another, right? So now the NBA is lacking for down low talent. So if you put one of them in there, they're going to dominate because no one else is as good. 
right? Yeah, I mean, they were definitely Hall of Fame centers then. It's, it's just the, the league is in demand for guys that can be stretched the floor. And maybe that's why we've gone away from it. doesn't mean they can't play in this game. We've just gone away from that type player. Correct. So. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, yeah, I mean, like you said, though, you know, like those guys, you know, they're cream of the crop. So in any era, they would dominate. But uh, I, I think if you have a dominate, like if you had a big center down low in the NBA now, I mean, I feel like it, offensively, I think it's it's an advantage because there's no one that can guard him. Right. right. And it's easier to score two points than it is three points. Technically, it is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So real quick, going on to the MLB. Actually, it's technically minor league baseball, but an interesting rule that hasn't really caught a lot of news here recently. Um, I don't know if you were aware of this, Brandon, when it came out, is that yeah. minor league baseball has come out with a new extra inning rule. And, er- and after nine innings, you put a guy on second. Mm-hmm. So the team at bat now has a guy on second. What's your feelings on that? What do you think? Um, I think it's cool, but I think that it should be like after the 11th inning or after the 10th inning, going into the 11th inning, they do it. Okay, so, so give them can- one normal inning extra and then kick over. Yeah, one or two. Yeah, one or two normal innings extra. And okay. Then, and then, you know, do it. So b- like baseball. Hockey. Yeah, like hockey. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, shoot out afterwards. Okay, you get yeah. five minutes to hash it out four and four, and then we kick it over. Yep. Well, okay, what about this? Okay, maybe put a guy on second. Or no, don't put a guy on second, but you eliminate shifts and extra innings. Is that too many rules? That's too hard to that's too hard to, you know, eliminate shifts. Cuz cuz shifts are yeah. what's kind of deteriorated offenses now. You you analytics, yeah. you look at tendencies of where the guy's going to hit it, you make a shift, you get him out. You eliminate shifts in the ninth and tenth, and then eleventh you bring in the extra, um, the extra inning rule of man on second. That's true. I mean, you could do that. Yeah. Eliminate shifts. Okay, yeah. but why are they That'd going? Why cool. are they going to that? Why why are they shifting to make that rule? Like, let's put a guy on second going into the extra innings. My personal opinion is there's just the games go long mm-hmm. and seasons long. Correct. You don't want to waste all your pitchers. Yada yada yada. Sure. And it's more action quicker. Sure, they they want to cut down on time, but meanwhile you can step in and out of the batter's box a thousand damn times right. and and take your one at bat, you know, yeah, and turn that into a twenty minute affair. Yeah, you want time, you want people to see the name on the back, you want to see Ortiz. I think I think Ortiz did that, motherfucker. So pardon my language, but cut down on that. Give like you can't just go up there when you're golfing and spend thirty minutes looking at a shot. You have a time limit. You have a time yeah. limit from the time that you walk in that batter's box and have to swing. You know, don't you, too much too much dead wasted time when it comes to baseball because you're not going to cut down your TV time, your commercials because that's revenue. So make the players have to get up there and start swinging the bat. Is pace of play the issue? Not necessarily extra innings and all this other BS they're trying to create. Is pace of play issue, Brandon, in the baseball? Is that why you don't watch day to day? No, the problem with baseball is athletics, right? They so there's the not enough athletes. athletes not enough athletes. Yeah, it's not, you know, you have your Mike Trouts, your Bryce Harpers, but, you know, like all the good all the good kids now play football or basketball. None of them want to play baseball. So big white kids, six foot six, Chris Johnson or whatever, Chris Davis for the Orioles, I don't know where he's on now. Yeah. Um, he can play baseball, but he can't run a 4-4, save his goddamn no. life. <laughs> no. Yeah. So it's it, athletes are the problem. Uh, I think so. I okay. Mean, I mean, baseball, it is what it is. I mean, you know what it is. You know, that's the type of game it is. I mean, speeding it up, you know, it's. See, I don't. You know, I, don't 
I feel like the entertainment value is added when you put the guy on second. It makes things interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it adds a lot of different, you know, do you steal third? You know what I mean? How, how do you play? Um, how do you play? Uh, how do you play a ground a ground ball? Do you get him out at first and let him advance to third, or do you play the, the ball to third, keep it at uh, second and first, so you can get the double play? Okay. And that's a lot of things to baseball. All right. Just have a home run derby, you know, after the, after eleven innings, just everyone get out there and start <laughs> smacking balls, you know, see who can see who can win. Uh-huh. I mean, baseball's pace of play. I mean, they, they there's no time limit on baseball. That thing can go six hours if it needs to, or eight hours if it needs to. That's why they're trying to cut it down. I think you know, with the, with the it, it's not a bad idea. I think it's kind of gimmicky, kind of hokey, but yeah. you know, maybe like Brandon said, maybe after maybe after you know ten eleven, then you put somebody on second. Let's see what the teams can do because that's kind of how it's been for damn near a hundred years. Okay. So, all right, yeah. Yeah. Brandon, I'm going to be honest yeah. in, in, in the extra innings. That's when the manager makes his money, right? Oh, absolutely. Cause you get low on pitchers maybe, yeah, or you got to be kind of different. Maybe when you get into 16 innings, you got to put a player in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so I mean, putting the guy in second, I think wouldn't change that though, but you know, that's when, that's when the manager comes to play to shine, you know, writing up a lineup at the beginning, you know, and that is true. Enough. Cause if, if you got a, if you got a runner in second, he doesn't necessarily have to run. You know, yeah. but but you may want him to run because it's easier to turn a double play. You know, if he stays yeah. on second and someone gets to first. So. I love I love the new rule. I think it's similar to hockey with the four on four. Uh, changing up to I'm gonna Brandon. I'm gonna give you five NBA teams, and I want to get I want you to give me one to two words to describe that team. Ooh. Okay. Okay. You ready? Yep. Okay. Golden State Warriors. No surprise. No surprise. Uh, Denver Nuggets. Tough. Young, successful. Oh, okay. Sacramento Kings. Trade boogie. Mm, <laughs> like it. Charlotte Hornets. Kemba Walker. <laughs> That's about it. Fact. Uh, Brooklyn Nets. Absolute trash. <laughs> and then finally, your favorite, maybe. Cleveland Cavaliers. LeBron. Oh, I knew you were going to say LeBron. <laughs> LeBron, LeBron. Um, <laughs> so, so are you are you on the bandwagon of Cavs Warriors finals? Yes and no. I mean, I would like to see it, but then again, I would like you know to be different. You know, add a little excitement into it. You know, I mean, I feel like. People want to see Cavs Warriors, but I feel like if the Warriors lose, that would be much bigger news than if they made it to the finals. Does Absolutely. that make sense? It's more of a story. Maybe that'd be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So I got got five. Give me your top five Heisman in order to give your your, your sign off. Give me your five Heisman. Go. Uh, Barry, Barry Sanders, of course. They wait. Are these in order? Sure. You got an order. Uh, no, I don't. But okay. I'll say I'll uh, Barry Sanders, okay. Tim Tebow, um, Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker Heisman was just insane. Okay. Um, I will say at least it was vacated, but Reggie Bush that yeah. that year was just outstanding. Fair. Nothing like it I've ever seen. Okay, give me and one. And I'll throw you one. Houston Andre Ware. Yeah, he's, he's in my top five. Oh wow, oh he's in my top five. Yeah, we are. Get- how crazy! How crazy of a season was that? I mean, I was like a little kid, but 
insane. Yeah. You, know, you know what's great about that is is he he was uh, averaging 423 yards of offense per game. He had 152 uh, passer rating. And he had one half where he threw for 510 yards in the first half. That that's is incredible. incredible. Yeah, incredible. No. Yeah, good good call on the Andre Ware, man. I didn't see you coming out with that, but that, that sounds like a Brandon answer. Oh, it's fantastic, Brandon. With this top five house, and we're going to give our top 16. Jerry and I both here later in the episode here at the end yeah, um, yeah. after our Q and A. Brandon, I really appreciate you being on. Analytics master, future. Yeah. Yeah. For the Dallas Mavericks. Be analyzing our podcast. Player <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Player analytics and player development. Brandon Morrow in the house. Brandon, appreciate you being with us, big dog. Dude, thanks, All right, sir. Man. Thank right. you. We'll talk to you, you soon. Have a good day. All right, All right. later, man. Brandon Morrow for you. I really appreciate him being on. It was yeah, our first dude. it was a first first caller. Worked out well, I think. Yeah, it was first caller. Um via Skype. Yeah. So those of y'all paying attention and interested and whatnot, um, Skype's our go-to. Well, yes. look to be our go-to. Yeah, right now, yeah. <laughs> look to be our go-to. That was good. Um, yeah, so Brandon, thanks for being on. Yeah, buddy. He gave us our top five Heisman. Andre Wells added in. That was great. Yeah, that's I like fantastic. That. I do like that a lot. So, SMU. <laughs> that's right. So, if you came on the episode today, and I, I, I don't know what to call this. Did you like the random rapid Tim questions or no? That's still not it. What do you mean? Our, our 10 questions that we're going to do, is that is that still, that's not a good one? What do you mean it's not a good one? I don't know. We need a name for it. Oh, we need a name. I think we still need a name. Dude, I, I spend more time on the toilet thinking out of a name, <laughs> and I cannot come up with a, a good name. Oh, we're ready to do this now. I'm ready. All right, man. You want to go first this time? You want me to go first? I need to get another beer. Okay, Can yeah. you explain, for people who didn't yes. tune in last time, can you explain what this is? Absolutely. All righty. So here's what we're doing. We're going to do rapid fire questions. I don't like the name because it seems like everybody uses it. So we're trying to come up with a different name. What we're going to do is I'm going to ask Corey, or he's going to ask me, whoever's going to go first, 10 questions in succession. And you just answer whatever's on the, on your mind, top of your mind, however you feel about it. You like it, you don't like it. If you want to say a little something about it, you say a little something about it. It doesn't matter. It's my question. I'm asking him. It's his question. He's asking me. If I just want to say, fuck it, man, say what's on your mind, then fuck it, man, say what's on your mind. Yeah. And that's what we're going to do. I like it. Yeah. It was your idea. It wasn't my idea. I love idea. it, dude. I, you went first last time, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go first this time. Oh, Jesus. I uh, know, right? Here we go. I can only imagine. <sighs> Mom, babe, if you guys are watching, I am sorry if anything comes out. No, fact. Okay. Number one. Better presidential candidate, James Brown or Justin Timberlake? <laughs> Justin Timberlake, all day. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. In in the NBA, a team that could win the championship or miss the playoffs? Mm. That's good. That is a good one. <laughs> they, they can either win or lose. They could be on either end of that. They could win the whole thing or they might not even make uh, it. I'm going to stick with my Raptors, man. I've been saying that since before wow. the season started. So they could lose They that, could huh? win it. Or they could just completely lose in the first round. That is, wow, that's a, that's a bold take. They're about the only team in the East I think that could really maybe give LeBron a run for his money oh. right now. But also lose the whole damn thing. Or lose the whole damn thing and just be, I could be completely wrong. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. Hottest female playing professional sports right now. That includes the Olympics, if you'd like to. Oh, jeez, uh, playing professional sports. Couldn't go sports personalities, could you? you? Had to make this one tough. Sorry, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm going to. Uh, 
I'm going to go with the twins. I'm going to go with both of them, Serena and Venus. Oh. Yeah, dude. Since oh. I was a kid, man, I've just, they seem like they've been playing forever. Serena Williams, thumbs up. Yeah, man. <laughs> and they're black. And, and, and I'm not racist by any stretch of the imagination, but fuck it, man. Yeah, oh, thank you. Let's go. Uh, pick any NFL player one Sunday. You get to be them for the game. Who are you choosing? Ooh. One NFL player I want to be one Sunday just for the game or for the day? For the day? Specifically the game. Okay. But it's, the day is the whole thing. Okay. So, so I get to wake go, up and I get to. Exactly. You got to wake up and get your mind right. Party oh, after man. if you win. I'm torn. I'm, I'm torn right now. Because Tom Brady wakes up with Giselle Bunchen. Aaron Rodgers wakes up with Olivia Munn. Or I could be Gronk and wake up with whoever I want to So you don't even care with. about playing. You just want to wake up next to somebody. Gronk. <laughs> you want to be Gronk. I want to be Gronk. You want to be Gronkowski. Party animal. Plays, I mean, just lights out on Sunday and parties hard that night. Rob and, Gronkowski tight end for the Patriots. Yes, and takes is. home whoever he wants to take home and lives whatever life he wants to live. He was injured this season, did not play in the Super That's, Bowl. I could be that, me too. Okay. Yeah. I don't Who know what is, that means. You're like this one. This is the best one. Who is a better shoe salesman? Derek Rose or Stefan? <laughs> That's not it. Stefan Mulberry. Stallberries. Bob 99. Starberries, man. I got a pair of those jeans actually hanging up in my closet. Oh, gosh. What was that place in the mall? It was like Tom and Jerry's or some shit, right? It was, it was like sports. Dave and Buster's. Something like that. And everything was five ninety nine or less. <laughs> the jeans were pretty fresh, man. The problem was is the jeans looked great in the dressing room, but when you, when you washed them one time, <laughs> they either got wider or something happened to them, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Or five ninety nine is he better than Rose? No, it's oh. not. <laughs> Rose's body of work when it comes to the Adida is, okay, is just Derek, better. Derek Rose better shoot something. <laughs> Who is the best college college basketball player? Excuse me, right now, best college basketball player right now. Oh, in your opinion, Malik Monk. Malik Monk, dude. I was just talking about him, man. He is. He's just yesterday's game. I thought I was watching it live <laughs> because it was a rerun. Um, he was on the bench. I'm like, he, I'm like, where is he at? You know, they're down by like six points. And oh, here he comes. Monk comes in, drops two threes and goes back on the bench to get him up 12 to seven. <laughs> I agree with you on this one. It's incredible. If you would put now, if I have to explain this question, I can't. I heard this the other day. If you would put the five best drivers in the five worst cars or do it vice versa, Will it make a difference, or there is a difference in NASCAR? Huge difference in NASCAR. So the, you couldn't take Jimmy. You could Johnson, take a shitty car and dominate. No, you couldn't take no. Jimmy Johnson and put him in the Furniture Now car. Okay, and have him dominate because it's all about your engineers. Your engineers is where you make your money. That's how you win championships. The better okay. the engineers, the better they understand aerodynamics, analytics, and how to not wear out your left tires, your right tires. Engineers know it all. We'll get a NASCAR more next week with yes. Daytona here on Daytona. Sunday. So cars over drivers. Cars over drivers, yes. Okay. All right. Uh, Emma, I kind of asked Brandon this question. I'm going to go with it you as well. The Mountain League Baseball changed their extra annual guy on second to start the 10th inning. I think cool it's hokey. No. I, I think it's hokey. I, I do. It makes okay. sense. I can understand why they're doing it. I just think that baseball is probably one of the last pure sports we really have. Just keep it going. Okay. Rum or brandy? Rum. Do you like Brandy? Depends on what she looks like. <laughs> Fair. Brandy's okay. I prefer rum. Okay. Which is a better place to have sex? On an airplane or on a train? 
I have done neither. I'm going to say a train if you get your own private car. Ooh, I would guess you say airplane. No. Ah. That's uh, airplane would be more exciting. But I'm just thinking train. You get naked because you get your own car. No one come in. You spend a lot of extra money, and you can just have her up against the window. So that's the Mile High Club. What would the train club be? I have no idea, but it just sounds awesome. Baby, if you're Roll listening. Up. Rolling and Rocking Club? Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like it a that lot. That was my 10 random rapid questions. I like it, man. Of the day. Your shit's crazy. To Mac, I know. Your shit's crazy. To Macklemore, your favorite. Yes. <laughs> do you have a song you want to do yours to? You want to just keep going to Um. No, we'll just keep doing this, and I'll flip back over to Freaks and Geeks. All right. Okay, go ahead. So, college basketball is amongst us, if you didn't realize that. Did you watch UNC Duke on Thursday night? Hell no. All right. Best sports movie of all time. I remember the Titans. Remember the Titans? Absolutely. I get so motivated by Denzel Washington. Every every time he speaks, I want to go hit somebody. <laughs> is there any part that he says, or is there one little thing that he says during the movie that uh, just sticks out to you? The, you go, I, I, I love that. The speech when they're in the graveyard, and he makes them run all the way out there, and then whatever, wee morning, wee hours of the morning, and you run out there, and he kind of gives it. Yeah. I wish I could remember it. It's kind of a shame, but. I just I, I've seen it a lot. But it's, it's a good one. Here we stay with recently. these men, you know, who gave their lives for us, yeah, blood, sweat, and tears, go. and everything else. And I love when they're sitting in, uh, they're they're in his little his office. Bertier just got hit, and you show a little humility. He goes, "No, I'm a winner. I'm going to win." Yep. And I love that because that's how we should all think. Yep. So UConn's girls basketball is seeking their hundredth straight win, which is impressive. Absolutely. Do you care? Are you going to watch? I won't watch, but that is – it's one of the – I think probably one of the top five greatest feats of all time in any sport. I don't care what sport you're in. If it's if it's Division One, sorry, people that didn't play Division One, <laughs> but if it's Division One or professional sports and you're going to 100 games, that's impressive. But you're not watching. No. I got you. <laughs> Charles Oakley. Should he be banned from Madison Square Garden? No, and the and the chief should not be fired either. No, he should not. Uh, yeah, he's I just would, doing his job. I would like to know if he was intoxicated. Should not be banned. Shit happens. You do dumb shit, even whether you're 80 years old or where you're 15. <laughs> Great. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. So we're talking about Heisman winners today. Heisman winners are they've appeared in Super Bowls 21 times. Out yep. of the 51 Super Bowls, they've won eight Super Bowls. Seems like Heisman winners are bigger misses than the Bolitnikoff, the Doak Walker, and all the other college awards. Why would a team ever draft a Heisman Trophy winner? Uh, it's a proven leader kind of thing. Uh, I would like to think, and I do think, they look at the Heisman candidate as something, someone that's a leader on and off the field. You have to think of it above a 2.0. It's, it's kind of a case-by-case basis. I wouldn't have drafted RG3. I probably wouldn't have drafted Tebow even though he went first round. But I understand the Jason White pick, even though he wasn't really picked. I understand a Jason White. Uh, I understand a Danny Werfel. It depends on your system, what you're looking for. If you're looking for a quarterback, but I like Mark Ingram. Last Super Bowl winner, Heisman winner to win a Super Bowl was Charles Woodson with the Packers. Oh, okay. Great. It's, oh, he was a phenomenal player. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Great. And Defensive player, too. What makes up those eight? Jim Plunkett. Roger Starbuck, okay, guys, way back. See, I'm not choosing RG3 because he's going to run the next play and get injured. Correct. Danny Warfel could be slinging it. I don't when, know. I, when I looked at the Bolitnikoff, when I looked at the Doak Walker, which is running backs and receivers, it seems like there is a lot more studs in those two categories yeah. alone, not including defense and everything else. 
just seems like Heisman Trophy winners, why would you take one? That's what worries me about Winston. That's what worries me about Mariota. That's what worries me about all these guys. They ain't going to pan out. Yeah. Okay. Not going to happen. Mike Trout or Bryce Harper? Uh, I love Mike Trout. I think it's a landslide, in my personal opinion. Really? Absolutely. Best player uh, in baseball, you think so? It, hands down, it's not close. Bryce Harper, I don't think – it's. if you want to go tiers, I think it's like tier 0.5 or 1 or whatever with Mike Trout. Yeah. Everyone else follows. Gotcha. Gotcha. I'm going to throw a little something. I'm kind of flipping back and forth here. If you had to be addicted to one drug other than weed – which one would you prefer to be addicted to? Mm. Hardcore stealing stuff from your parents. I haven't done a lot of drugs, so that would be tough to say on my end. I'm Either serious. <laughs> but if I did a drug from what I've heard from people asking, because I'm very interested in this. I ask people about the drug that you've done. <laughs> oh, really? How did that make you feel? What did you do? How were you amped? Were you sad? Did you want to kill yourself afterwards? I don't know. I ask these questions. That's good. Um, Molly sounds insane. It does sound insane. Like, from what I've heard... And no, this is not who I hang out with all the time. It's just people that I have come across in my days that have done crazy shit. It apparently makes you feel super laid back and awesome and pumped and confident. And you just want to take over the world and hit on every girl you can possibly imagine. And no holds barred, no judgment. I've seen people on Molly and it looks amazing. It looks really cool. I'm just afraid of the after aftermath. What's the aftermath? Apparently you like crash and you... Well, yeah contemplate suicide type vibe <laughs> i don't know i'm not there but i'm going on molly i'd rather you do molly than go, i'm gonna do meth i mean that's a whole different ball that's a whole separate if it set smells of good on meth i might be in on that too but i chose molly <laughs> oh goodness all right so we talked briefly beforehand nascar is yeah. moving on from sprint as their sponsor it's no longer be the sprint cup it's going okay. to be the monster energy cup is what it's going to be <laughs> will this breathe life into the sport Monster, you know, brings concerts, brings, you know, motocross, brings the the drifting, it brings Fast and the Furious. Is this going to breathe life into NASCAR at all? Is it a good move for them? Uh, good move. I don't think the move matters. Uh, Monster Energy is not going to bring any extra fans. Monster Energy, or Muscle Farm, is on Tiger Woods' golf bag. Did it bring any interest in the golf? No. Monster Energy is not going to bring any extra energy into NASCAR. NASCAR already out bottles golf already. NASCAR has the one of the best events of the entire year, even though it's kind of underrated, I think. No, it won't. Not at all. Not at all. Not at, no, 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 no motocross guy that doesn't watch NASCAR will start watching NASCAR on Sunday. No. This is going to be a younger crowd. A lot of young, younger folks drink Monster. I don't drink Monster. I used to when I was younger. No. Actually, it's more Red Bull. But People that don't drink Monster are wondering, hey, who, does it, who do they sponsor? It'll be interesting to see what they do. They're actually paying less money. Sprint was paying $78 million what? a year. Monster's paying like 20 to be the sponsor. That I want to know the backstory on. So that's what I'm trying to figure out. Who's sleeping with who? I need and to know the backstory. Somebody on they're Sprint. They're making a play to bring in more people because NASCAR has been down. Uh, here's a good one. Huskies forward Malik Dime slapped an athlete at halftime. Now, he wasn't even playing. He, he tore his MCL or something slapped like that. Slapped an athlete? Slapped a student athlete okay. or a student, somebody, at halftime. Not okay. even playing. Slapped an athlete. Slapped a, a student heckler at halftime. Do we have a video of this? Uh, there is one out there. Okay. Um, so what we have in NCAA college athletics is people slapping, tripping, raping, and assaulting <laughs> people. What does the NCAA need to do to regain control of this? Because it is running wild right now. And it's not just one assault. It is multiple assaults on multiple campuses. Um, I, don't, I, I don't think you can't gain control of this. It's just 
with social media and cameras everywhere, video everywhere, you're not going to gain control or eliminate a situation like all of these things. It happened a long time ago. We just didn't have video and cameras everywhere. Um, I don't think I you, agree. you can't eliminate it. What, the way you want to, I think you kind of maybe put some more rules down in terms of kind of maintain a higher GPA. Stop with the whole, everybody, stop with the white kids increasing your team. APR, I think you kind of hold a standard to each team. That's probably not going to happen either. That's kind of unrealistic. I think that's a, a, a university basis. But that's the only way I think they maybe can, and, and I don't think it's going to stop it either. I don't think there's any way to stop that. There is. I think, I think. hey, you just got done slapping a dude at halftime. You're done. Yeah. Sorry. Good luck well, for they, you. Obviously, similar with steroids. You've just ended your career because you're not going to make the NBA unless you're going to be in. You use one time, you're done. Yeah, that's a whole different topic. Yeah. You use one time, you're done. You get fined millions of dollars, you're done. And some college guys, football, you're done for the season. College basketball, done. Some guys don't make the pros because they had to take a steroid injection when they were kids to get through something that they were getting through. Yeah. And they can find it in their DNA that there was a strand there. Yeah, and that's no. horseshit. That is horseshit. Last question. Okay. Jimmy Butler. Yeah. From the Bulls. Uh-huh. Averaging 24.6 points, 6.5 rebounds, 4.8 assists a game, and 1.8 steals. LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Westbrook, and Harden aren't even matching these four averages. Is Butler the best player in the league? And no. why is nobody not even considering him or even throwing his name in the MVP, MVP talk? Hey, their team sucks. It does. They may make the playoffs, probably won't. But their team sucks, and... He, it's up to you and how you're on this issue. He's created turmoil in the locker room, or he's trying to defuse it. Well, him and Wade, the great Dwayne Wade. Absolutely, has. he's included. No, because your team hasn't won a championship, and this is your first year doing it, especially when you have another guy on the opposite side having an average on triple-double. He's not even probably top seven. Hmm. Strictly because a team. 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 Turmoil on the team. I think if the if the Thunder don't make the playoffs, uh, Westbrook's out too. So what do you mean by team? Just uh, it just they're not good. They're not good. The Bulls are not a good team, and they're. Con- <laughs> when have you ever in your entire NBA watching career seen an MVP candidate on the trade block? Potentially he's, on the trade block. He's never. Uh, LeBron's always on the trade block. He always <laughs> wanted to go somewhere else. It's him. Kevin personally. Durant's been wanting to go somewhere else. I'm talking about the team is in control of you, and they want to trade you. The team's not in control of LeBron. They're not in control of Durant. They're not in control of no, Westbrook. No, I think, I think the Bulls are taking the the NFL fantasy aspect. You trade them when they're hot. You get a lot more form when he's hot. Because he ain't going to take you anywhere. He's doing something that no other Bulls ever done except for Michael Jordan. He's actually doing better than him right now when it team. comes to his stats. And your team sucks. And George if you want to talk about turmoil, LeBron is the biggest turmoil. I wanted to sit out during the TNT game. And he realized... I can't do that because I'm going to be in the finals and I'm going to be in the playoffs. And if you boycott TNT one game, you got to boycott them all. Yeah, I'm going to boycott shit. Charles Barkley's just wanting to run his mouth. Rapid fire. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Rapid fire. Ten questions. Random. Get Slurin. another beer. Yeah, get another beer. Slurring's way on Sunday. Uh, we had a, that was a little childish Gambino, Freaks and Geeks, Macklemore, Ryan Lewis, Thrift Shop, Jerry's favorite. I love Freaks and Geeks. Childish Gambino is one of my favorite. We do this every Sunday. We'll be doing it next Sunday. NASCAR Sunday is next Sunday. Speaking of that, NASCAR Sunday. I You brought up a question. That was a very good question. That was probably my favorite one because I did not know that information. Yeah, dude. That is crazy. No In one's terms, talking about it. I did not know that, and you may not care, but it's still interesting from a business, st- business side of it. 
even if you don't watch NASCAR, do you think that something like that could bring more or a different type of fans into your sport? As in, if the NBA partnered up with Red Bull, would that bring a more of an extreme crowd into the NBA? These are good questions. They are apparently taking less money, which I think Sprint maybe a pissed them off. Who knows? I would like to look into that. Yes. On what those, Where's the backstory? What's up with that? But they're taking less money with Monster Energy to sponsor the cup race. Yeah, instead of being the Sprint Cup that they're winning, they're going to win the Monster Energy Cup. So they're going to be the sponsors. So every time they win, yeah. they pull into kind of you know winner's circle there. They have green everywhere. It's green and the little <laughs> the little you know Panthers marks, you know, little three three uh, monster marks there. And that to me is crazy. It's been Sprint for a long time. It was the Winston Cup, but everyone realized that smoking's bad. Yeah. So they got rid of the Winston. I didn't like the Winston. I thought the Sprint was very good. Now to get for people that don't know NASCAR very well. You have the Sprint Cup, which is kind of like the NFL. Yep. Okay, and then you have the – is it still nationwide? Yes, yeah, still got the nationwide. So that's kind of would – you, would you say minor leagues? What's What would you just describe that as? Uh, it is the uh, – what do you what, – what you, you have NASCAR, which is really where you want. So you have the Monster So that's the MLB. Energy. MLB? Yeah, that's where you want to get. You have okay. Nationwide. So that's which is like AAA? the next, yeah, triple. It's the next step down. Down, okay. And AAA. then you have the Craftsman Truck Series, which is the next step down from that. So double A. Yeah. So you have Wednesday Craftsman Truck Series. Right. You have Saturday, which is normally the nationwide, or Friday, depending on when NASCAR races. Then NASCAR is right. on Sunday or Saturday, depending on the race. Okay, that's that's what I figured it was. It would be interesting to see um, in terms of. I don't think ratings will increase or anything like that. Maybe that's what they're hoping. Uh, it has to be. I, I have to look at the demographics. And like I said, I just saw this last night. I was yeah. doing some research, trying to come up with one last question. I saw it hidden on ESPN. Less money. So NASCAR is taking $50 million less a year yeah. for three years to give Monster a shot. Now, Monster is a very young, energized crowd. And I've got to assume that the demographics for NASCAR are upper 30s to early 50s of yeah. the people that watch when we all start aging and dying out if you don't get the younger crowd back in oh, absolutely your 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 sport's going to go to the wayside so this could be the move now if it works out well then the monster is probably going to be there for a long time i think monster's going to have they had their car last couple of years i mean i think their concert series with their ties they have to some of the bigger artists is huge it's not always going to be country everyone assumes nascar redneck i would it's not always going to be country now, which is good. Give me a good rock band. Blink-182 is coming into town. Sure. Why not? You know Blink-182? Back in the day? Yeah. Not recently. Yeah, they're, they're, they're older. But, I mean, bring some younger music and stuff back in. And, and sure. You have nothing to lose drift. at this bring, point. Bring, yeah, whatever it is. You're going to get the same viewers, and you just need to bring new in. Yeah, they have to. I think to. that's where they're they at. They have to. So we also shifting gears to the Heisman. We talked about it with Brandon on his top five Heisman. Yeah. He had Andre Ware in the top five. Very interesting. At Barry Sanders at one. We're going to get into our top 16, give you an idea of what we're going to do. We're going to compile this 16 list of each other. Do you want to do eight, make it simple and easy, or you want to yeah, see if we'll we can just, form uh, a 16? Uh, and this is bracket-based. You know, after I got out of about five, six, seven, eight, it, 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 they were all just kind of – it We're was just sure. kind of, yeah, you're just kind of like, okay, well, this guy or this guy or this guy or this guy. I mean, none of them really made sense. Okay, we'll go with eight. Maybe we'll go with eight, and yeah. And we'll, we'll figure out, we'll give you the seating and how we did it on Tuesday. Yeah. 
But we have 16. Jerry's got 16. I got 16. Yeah. And you want to go from 16 to 1? Uh, I, I think we just... Um, dude, I, I have no idea. Okay. Well, I think I, we just go with each of our ones. We'll just kind of work our way down because down. I'm going to have someone lower. I already know off the top of the bat. Okay. Than what you're gonna have? <laughs> yeah. Um, just be, oh, you got you got them up here. Oh, Sorry, you, you went spreadsheet this time. I always do. Nice. Well, you Good know, you. I got my Good laptop here, and if I write it down, I might lose a piece of paper. Good for you, man. <laughs> okay, go with your one. Go with my. I'm I'm going Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders at one. Yep, and, and only because, and I don't want to get in a lot of depth. Twenty six hundred rushing yards, thirty nine touchdowns. He averaged two hundred and thirty eight point nine yards per game. He gained the most old time at eight point or, or third or fourth old time at eight point two six yards per play. Yeah. That year, he had thirty seven whole thirty seven hundred all purpose yards. Oh, it's phenomenal. And to me, that's almost what quarterbacks were throwing True. when it comes to you know that with the touchdowns and just for one year. And that and again, I didn't take body of work. It wasn't all the year. Yeah. It was just the Heisman. Doesn't matter that he made the NFL and he was great in the NFL. It was literally just that year. Just really stuck out to me, man. I was just like, that is just incredible. That's um, incredible. I went off. I went to the Heisman site, official Heisman site. Yeah, and kind of went through the list that they yeah. had there, and that's kind of what went off of to kind of joggle my memory. I think T- Tim Tebow. I think the greatest college football player ever for a certain time span of when you're in college and his 2007 Heisman year was, I thought great. Um, I have 55 total touchdowns. I don't know if I saw that on the Heisman website or not. You have 51. He's my number one. He was my number one player. He's quarterback. I just, and I, what the way I kind of did it, I don't know if it's different. I kind of looked at the season that you had and how you played against the big teams. And if you won a national championship or not, I try to factor that into my decision of your dominance. Um, much less your year. You just talked about Barry Sanders having an incredible year. Tim Tebow had an incredible year, too. Um, I'll get into my number two. Yeah, I, I had Tebow at seven. Okay. I had him at seven. And, and not to take away from that year, because 51 touchdowns is awesome. His, 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 his passer rating wasn't nearly as impressive as a lot of the quarterbacks. I think but, he had a 177. He only threw for 3,100 yards. He ran for another 857. Yeah. And I can give you about five other quarterbacks that had better numbers when it came to that. But, I could, yeah, I could literally give you five other quarterbacks had better numbers well, than that. Well, it's because he, that team was great. It, it was, was a great team. And he wasn't. He was the focal point of the team, but I think I felt like the entire team had a, a great roles all together. Well, him, How, him as a leader, I mean, the, the whole speech is mounted there at, you know, in the stadium, that little speech, I've never played as hard. Oh, I don't care about that, that shit. shit. That was like, annoying. He was, he was a natural-born leader when it comes to college football. I mean, he was. Oh, I hate, I, I hate his – like, I'm not a Tim Tebow fan whatsoever at all. Um, but I, I do think in terms of a college football player, he's exactly what I'd want on my team today. Exactly. I got you. And it, and it blew me away. I think he's the best. Yeah. So who you got two? Two, I had Ty Detmer. Wow. At two. Oh, my gosh. Had him at two. Why did you have him that high? Almost 5,200 yards throwing, 45 touchdowns. BYU, there's nothing else there. It was just him. Dang. That was it. Wasn't a loaded team like Tebow had. It was literally just him. Jeez, that's. And that's that's where I 
went with that was I liked. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, oh. I switched it last night. I switched it last night. Okay, so wait. I put Andre Ware at two. Literally crossed it out. So you have two. Andre Ware at two. Yeah. Okay, Andre Ware's at two now. Yeah, 46.99. So 4,700 yards throwing, 49 touchdowns, 423 yards of offense per game, and his QBR, even with that, was still 152. I have 55 total touchdowns because I included the uh, bowl game that they had. That's why. Oh, okay, I just went off the Heisman website. That's fair. Yeah, uh, I included it. They have 51, 55 gotcha. for his thing. But so Andre wears it two for I you. I had I had wear it two. I had Detmer at four. That's my. I switched them. I had I had wear down. I started thinking about last night. I had a couple beers. I was like, you know what? I really like wear because he was the he was him and Detmer were the only offense. Dude, that was it. And when I looked at Andre Ware and. It was kind of one of those things where I'm going through the list and I'm like, that guy was really good. That was really good. That guy was really good. And mm-hmm. then I get to his stats and I'm like, that dude was that. That guy was incredible. That guy was that team. That was it. I mean, they were nuts. Yeah. And I was like, damn, I didn't know he was that good. Brandon had him at five. You're having him at two. I have him coming in later here at, I believe that is, is at 10. Yeah, you had him down. So I have him down. So we'll get that in a second. My number two. So, hang on. Where'd you have uh, Barry? You had Barry Sanders at two. two. Okay. Yeah, sorry. I put na- as you, I know you kind of see my way I do it. I have name, year, and most impressive stat at one at the one slot. Gotcha. So my numbers are a little off. No, okay. But yeah, I have Barry Sanders at two. A lot like you just explained. He is definitely worthy of a one. I think Tim Tebow was more important to what he did than Barry Sanders. He gave you more options. He could throw. He could pass. I'm sorry. He could throw. He could run. Score touchdowns. He's a leader, yada, yada, yada. I'm not trying to take him for Barry Sanders. I just thought he was more important Heisman to his team than Barry Sanders was in gotcha. terms of a whole body of work. But I had Barry Sanders at two. It's not like I had him at 10. No, at I got 10. you. I got you. So. All right. So you had it at two, Barry. Yep. Um, so I had Ware at two. Where, where'd you have Ware at? I'm just kind of going. Sorry. I, we haven't gotten there yet, but I'm at 10 for Andre okay. Ware at 10. Okay. I'm yep. just trying to keep track of who's got what where. No worries. Which we can always do afterwards. Doesn't yep. really matter, right? Yeah. Uh, so so to add Andre Ware, three. I, and it pains me to put him up here. Sam Bradford. Dude, how about those stats? Dude, those aren't just holy smokes. He had uh, one of the best, if not the best, passer rating at 186.28. Yeah. I think there's somebody that beat him by like .5. I think Mariota beat him by .5. 4,464 yards throwing, 186 passer rating, 53 touchdowns is just remarkable to me. And that was in 2008 when it wasn't a high-powered offense. It just wasn't yep. – you know what I mean? Like it just wasn't there. And, and Sam Bradford, I mean, who actually did well with the Vikings this year. Did. Shows why he, he – if he can stay healthy, can actually do well. But for that particular year – He's the number one guy. I mean, incredible. Not to cut you off. No. He's the number one guy that no one would have on their list off the top of their head that needs to be in your top five. Most people won't think of him. Right there. Wouldn't, th- wouldn't even think of him. If you have time and you like college football at all, go look up Sam Bradford's Heisman season Yeah. and understand what that is. He lost yeah. one game that year. And if you look at the game he lost, he played very well. Yeah, absolutely he did. Very well. I think it was 29 to 38, 71%. Had, a, I think, 380 yards or Just something. crazy. He's a very good player. Three for me. And we're pretty close here in terms of your number two yeah. and one. Yeah. Down. But anyway, number three for me was Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford. I'm sorry, okay. Reggie, Bush. Reggie, Reggie Bush. Bush. Reggie Bush. Sorry. I have Sam Bradford next, though. <laughs> so three is, Sam, is Reggie Bush, four is Sam Bradford. 
So three, Reggie Bush. Technically, he's not a Heisman winner anymore. Yeah, but have, everyone thinks he even, is. Didn't even have him on my list. Uh, it's. I think you have to. Do you, are you taking the Heisman away from him? I didn't have to. The Heisman Trophy Council did it. So you're not. You're, you're going with their thing. He had an incredible year. So no one won that year. There was nobody that won in 2005. No, I, I, I would just ah. because of Reggie, he fucked the number two guy. Nah, dude, I'm not no. taking. No, he Brandon's right. Brandon, he's a part of the list. He's one of the greatest college football players of all time. I think you have to have him in there. I don't. They're not taking away awards Un, from you. Unrecognized, greatest player that year. Unrecognized. I, I think there's a Heisman winner that year, and it's him. I, if not, then fine. If not, then give it to Vince Young. Give me somebody. Don't that, just say that, that's all I'm saying. Vacant. Give, give it to somebody. Don't say vacant. Give it to the number two guy. So you force my hand. <laughs> Thanks, but, Heisman. But, but number one, I mean, I can't give it to Reggie because I mean, it. He cheated, dude. I mean, he cheated. He what? He accepted money. A whole shit ton of money. Something that Manziel did too. A couple million. Manziel did too. Is Manziel on your list? You got to get caught or not get caught. He got caught. Manziel got caught. Signing some helmets. He got suspended a half. He did. They didn't take his husband Reggie, away. Reggie's whole family, all the way down to his cousins, were getting houses. That's a whole different ball game. So? Millions. So? You don't think anyone Gone. else gets, no one else gets cars? Des Bryant suspended a year. Who cares? You, he's not a Heisman winner. I know that. But I'm just telling you, you know. Don't even think he was a, a, a Blitnikoff winner, actually. I don't think so. Junior year. I don't yeah. think so. Yeah. Yeah. He just, he, 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 he did it for me. Okay. I'm, I'm, I have to keep him in. I have to. I mean, you can't deny two, 2,200 yards and 18 touchdowns. I have to have him in still there. Still nowhere this near. Way, if, if I thought your argument was valid, I would still feel funky in my belly if I didn't have him in this list. And still shouldn't be that high. Because I'm going to give you more running backs that had better stats. If he was my three, go ahead with yours. Uh, Did you already do yours? Uh, yeah, I went so four. I went Barry, Andre Ware. Yeah. I went Bradford for three. So four, Ty Detmer was my four. four. Yeah, 5,100 yards. 155, passer rating, 45 touchdowns. And your response didn't even have him on my list. Perfect. Wasn't wasn't impressed with him at all. Perfect. In ter- well, I take that back. That's kind of over the top. I just did not – he didn't – quarterbacks, I'm weird with them. I have Tim Tebow, but he could do a load of both. He could do a load of everything. Manziel could do a load of everything. Sure. Andre Well definitely do a load of everything. Sure. Todd Detmer just – I don't know. He just – he was not taken away as a player. I just – as from my list, I didn't think he fit in there. That's just it. I just I thought mean, there were I, better I th- players. I thought 1990 when quarterbacks didn't throw for really over 3,000 yards. Very true. He threw for 5188. And he's the man. He what he, 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 he had the record touchdowns. right for the most yards. Yeah. Until six different Hawaii quarterbacks broke him. <laughs> but for the Heisman year, he is the number one passing quarterback yards wise for three, all the Heisman's. He didn't play in the best conference yeah he did so his three teams and his three losses knocked him and he got absolutely annihilated by AM. that's why i didn't have yep. him in there and plus he had losses to oregon and hawaii and oregon wasn't what they are today then. no so yeah. i think that was kind of my like okay so you you lost these games how did you play not well not well really bad so i, I knocked him off the complete list because you. my guys at least played well most of the time. Maybe had one bad game. Barry Sanders, Tim Tebow didn't. They were nice. They were awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Andre Ware did everything. He, Ty he Detmer did. didn't do everything because in the three losses he was not his best. No, I agree. That's why he's off my list. But in terms of statistics, I understand. So in my next one, at four, Sam Bradford's there. Staff. Okay. Those stats. You, I, I mean, we talked about it earlier. 2008 season was insane. That was 
even as an offensive minded as football is today, those stats are really astronomical. So that's why I had him that high. I think that he's again, like I said, he is the most underrated guy that you won't have on your top five Heisman list, and we both have Correct. him in the top five. Correct. He just happened to lose Florida, lose mm-hmm. to Florida in the final game. That's what sucked. He did. Yeah, he really did. Uh, number five, right? We're at number five. Marcus Allen. 2,342 oh. yards, 212 yards per game, 23 touchdowns. We're really close here. Really? Yeah, you're peeking at my list. I see you. Nice. We're really close here. You have nice. Marcus Allen next. I had him at five. I have Tony Dorsett next. Didn't even make my list. Oh, my Lord. Wow. Very similar stats. Didn't even make it. But, oh, very similar stats. Um, and very similar years. What uh, – any specific reason? Did you, did you just not really feel him? Do you just like a lot of people are better? Yeah, I just I felt that that uh, I mean it's just people better, man. I mean I just I'm looking at my list, just make sure I don't have them written down somewhere, and I don't. I'm kind of really surprised really that you do not have Tony Dorsetti on and your list. And this list. was this wasn't a list I just threw together in ten minutes. Like oh, I, I know I, I you sat wouldn't do for that. like four or five hours, just like struggling and looking and going, man. And here's what I did is I. I came up with my number one, right? Barry Sanders. I was like, okay, Barry's my number one. Okay, who am I doing with my number two? I, I went, man, I'm looking at all these stats. Dude, who's that? Didn't even look at the name. Just looked at stats and went, okay, cool. This guy's good. So I put him wow. there. I kept going, and finally I went back and looked at my list. And I went, there's some, there's some really good players that didn't make my list. Damn. Really um, good players that didn't make I'm shocked you don't have Tony Dorsett. They were in control of every single game they played, and they won the national championship, and he had 23 touchdowns. Very similar stats to your boy that you just named. Similar. Very similar. Similar. Yardage a little less. Touchdowns were the same. Uh, I was, I'm surprised. I'm shocked at you. So I have Tony Dorsett at that five. Who do you have at six? Run, Ricky, run. I had Ricky uh, Williams at six. See, I have him way down my list. Because I remember that year, and just he was I mean, just – I mean, it was just nuts, dude. It's probably Texas. a shame that I wasn't really football. Like, I mean, that it was, was just, 1998. I, everything. I was, everything was Ricky Williams. I, I remember eight, that year. Yeah. Of course, any Heisman that's dominating is going to be everything. But, I mean, 2,100 yards. He was averaging 193 yards per game, 28 touchdowns. Uh, it, it was a good. It was a good like little like three or four years. Cause I think Ron Dane came and broke it. Like other people came and broke those records, but Ricky Williams was I, uh, who? God, who was the quarterback? It was. Um, That's it. Oh mm-hmm. man, he was like the offense, but they had a really good quarterback that was up and coming as well. But Ricky Williams was it. I mean, he really was. I mean, he was just a stud, dude. I, I would take that guy as one of my best running backs ever, man, because I've seen people wow. on – well, it's Pros versus Joes. You ever watch that show, Pros no, versus Joes? but you love that show. <laughs> I saw him truck a guy about my age in some shoulder pads. They had to cut the shoulder pads off that guy. Oh, gosh. Ricky Williams, man, he thought he could hit him low. Hit him around the waist, take him down. No, his, those knees keep churning, man. That's all I can tell you. Knees keep churning. Now, I had him at six, man. Well, and, oh. I had um, Marcus Allen in my next one. Okay, so yeah, you have um, the six there. The reason I have Tony Dorsett above Marcus Allen, uh, stats are very similar. Yardage was more for Marcus Allen, is that Tony Dorsett, dom- that team dominated every game. He was a massive part in it in every game that they, they won, including the national championship. Marcus Allen lost three games and was not a national champion. They were 9-3 and three that year. They actually dropped to AP polls, went over yep. 14. 
Um, in the games they lost, he still actually played well. They they ran him into the ground. They were going to lose or win with him. So kudos to that team and kudos to Marcus Allen. He was still dominant. It's just the games that he lost. He lost three. Tony Dorsett lost zero. That was my – if you want to talk about who – how did you decide that? National champions, the three losses. Tony Dorsett was a big part of it. So was Marcus Allen. There you go. That was why I decided right, he's I over like that it. person. I like it, man. I mean, okay. it's it's a uh, seven. I had Tebow. You had him at one. Um, oh, that was your seven. Okay, that was my seven. And I just I put him low. I mean, listen, I, I'm I'm a Florida State fan, so it's not a biased thing with, with with when it comes to the Heisman. Tim Tebow, I had to live it. I had to see it all the time. <laughs> you uh, did. Thirty-one hundred yards, eight hundred fifty-seven rushing for me. Uh, didn't even eclipse 4,000 yards. You know what I mean? 51 touchdowns, that's impressive, but they had a really good other quarterback sitting there just kind of waiting for him to leave. And guess what? He left. And Cam Newton, you know, so I, I just, if it wasn't Tebow, it would have been Cam. You know what I mean? So for me, it was whoever was in that system at that particular time was going to flourish. If it wasn't Cam, it was somebody else sitting there waiting as well. See, I can't, I can't do that. I think that's unfair in terms of of that. You know, no, like, it's the body of work, uh, and his yeah. stats were worthy enough for me to put him in seven in my top ten. But there's quarterbacks that threw for more and ran for more. You know, because it wasn't about touchdowns for me. It was just like, wow. You know, if I had this guy on my team, it would be incredible. But yeah. I like what you said. Tebow's leadership is just on it's you just don't find that no. the only other person I've heard about when it comes to leadership from a Heisman is Winston that's the only other person I've ever heard that hey man he brings just something to the huddle he brings something to the locker room he brings something to the weight room Tebow was that guy yeah and maybe that's the intangible that I just kind of missed in this list but he'll be up there I mean he'll be up there from the seven I had Timo one number one you ain't gonna say anything to me <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly you ain't gonna say anything to me he'll, he'll be up there so I, I think that just going through the top seven, our list for the top eight is going to be actually pretty good. It's going to be the guys that deserve to be up there. And, you know, it's funny because I'm looking. Uh, <laughs> there's, I know I'm going to get shit because you don't have them on your list either. This, we'll we'll talk about that. that. You can peek at mine. That's okay, though. Anyway, I got next. I'm I, sorry. Do I need you know, No, that's okay. No, I don't want to look at yours. I actually not, not, not knowing <laughs> yours is better. Yeah, because you'll just walk out and drive off in the Honda. <laughs> Fact. So who'd, car, you have, who'd you have at seven? Best car manufacturer. <laughs> I have Johnny Manziel next. Nice. Okay. Um, we were I, close on that one. No, <laughs> I, I, I didn't look at any. T- I don't. I wasn't really biased on personality or anything like that. I know Johnny Manziel. No. Uh, I, mean, I don't college, care about that. That year was good, dude. He was in, he was crazy. This was the 2012 season. Five thousand yards, forty-seven total TDs. Definitely was the best player of that year. I don't. I didn't think it was very close. I thought he was a he game. He was a game changer in every single game. Now the games that they lost. He was not very good. That's why he dropped very down on my list. When they lost, he was bad. But his stats speak for themselves, and he deserved that husband. Yeah. I'm, I'm, so I have him, and that would be at – was that 10? Is that 10? You have him at 7. 7. All right, so I'm going to go to 8. 8, I had Cam Newton. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm a little bit further down because I can see your list. It's I not do. Fair. Yeah, it's not fair. Um, and I had him because his passer rating was one of the best at 188.16, 49 touchdowns, which is incredible. The, I had him at eight. I would have had him higher. He only threw for 2,500 yards, but he ran for another 1,400. Cam Newton was really tough for me. He's very similar to Tebow, and he's very similar to Menzel both. He's actually probably, you can make the argument, he was better than both. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't have as good a team definitely as Tebow. He probably about even with Manziel, 
and his his numbers were crazy good. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I just thought I was kind of torn. These next, I would say, four guys or five guys was very hard to rank. I changed it a few times and ended with this. Cam Newton could go as high as six. He could go as low as where I have him. You know what I mean? At mm-hmm. 11 or whatever. So I don't really have a specific reason. I just felt that these players were better than him. I got you. Yeah, uh, That's just all it is. Yeah. Um, my next person is Eddie George. I felt what he meant to Ohio State in terms of 1995 season was awesome. And that team was good. Now, is he as good as, obviously, I don't have him as that. Is Tony Dorsett or Marcus Allen? No. Did Cam Newton mean more to his team? Probably. They won a national championship. But I thought Eddie George was just everything to Ohio State, but so was Cam Newton. Again, it was tough for me. I was mm-hmm. Honestly, if you were telling me, oh, dude, screw you, Corey. I want Cam Newton, Eddie George spot. I don't even know what to say to you. But I felt that Eddie George was more to Ohio State. I, it just, I had that feeling in me. I didn't get to see him play a lot. I was five years old then. <laughs> and I was, awesome. what, 10 years old? Or no, I'm sorry. I was 20 years old when Cam Newton was running all over the place. So I just – I thought Eddie George was, in terms of a running back and what he did in his games, was 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 big time. That's uh, what I have next. That's how you, and that was at uh, nine, right? No, you had eight. Nope. You're right. Eight. Eight. Okay. You're all over so it. nine I had Johnny Manziel. You had him at seven. Oh, okay. Um you know, I had him a little bit lower, but uh, 43 touchdowns. He had a 155 passer rating, three 500-yard games, which is the most in the Heisman quarterback ever. Three 500-yard games, which is incredible. Yeah. You know whose receiver was he was throwing to the whole time? Uh, Mike Evans. Yeah, you were wrong. Oh, uh, okay. I was going to guess. Most uh, people don't know that. I was going to guess uh, Ryan Tannehill, <laughs> which would have been a really good guess because he was a really receiver. Guess, yeah. <laughs> was, Mike Evans was the uh, – he was the man. Uh you know when it when it when it when it came to uh, what Johnny can do, and a lot of people were arguing was it Johnny Manziel or was it Mike Evans that really made who made who? Who cares? Yeah, I don't care either. But that was the argument. That was dude. They're awesome. Yeah, I mean, who cares? Both of those players. Well, in college they were awesome. Obviously, Mike Evans has been a little bit better in the NFL than Johnny Manziel because he actually has a career. But in the next person I have is OJ Simpson. I didn't even put the juice on there. Oh, really? Didn't even have my Oh, name. his stats were immaculate. Um, 1880, 23 touchdowns. I thought apparently he was the guy at USC, and he was the man. Looked at I mean, they were a very good team then as well. I loved him a lot. In the, he had a lot of big games. He had a, lot of, he had a great season. I, I loved it. And obviously he went on to have, well, a good – well, try to have a good NFL career in Terrell. The whole turmoil happened. I thought in college he was crazy sick. Um, 2010, Tannehill, not to get off topic here, I'm sorry. 2010, Johnny Manziel season, Brian Tannehill was a receiver, but he was not the main man. But he was a receiver. He was a rusher and a receiver. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if he was a punter. But no, it, it, I I love. Uh, I can't believe you had no juice. I had no juice in there. No OJ Simpson. Why not? Do you have a reason? Uh, you have a reason? Do you have him on your list? Did you have him in the honorable mention? I mean, you always have the juice in there, man. Honorable mention. But uh, when it comes to running backs, I only had one other running back on my on my list. Oh, the rest wow. of the way down. 
ouch. And I and I had him on there because his his yards per game were better than the juice was. Um, I just I, I thought he was a better running back, but we'll we'll, we'll definitely get there. Okay, keep going. What else you got? Uh, so where are we at? We're at ten, right? Ten. Mm-hmm. I went Mariota at ten. You had him higher, right? You had Mar- where'd you Not have even Mariota? on my list. Not even on your list. Perfect. Um, I went with Mariota. I mean, his passer rating. I just I just pulled it up just to make sure because it didn't it didn't seem right. He was very he was great in terms of uh, not turning the ball over. Especially, I mean, look at the NFL now. He's he's great in the red zone. I mean, he was third in yards per play at nine point one. That's third all time for Heisman. Um, he was like sixth in yards. You know, I mean, overall he was fourth in. Pass okay, it was one eighty six point seven nine is one two three fourth overall when it comes to passing efficiency, um, and then you couple that with thirty seven hundred yards, six hundred yards rushing, so he had over four thousand forty five hundred uh, all purpose yards and fifty three touchdowns. Not bad at all. Fifty three, no playoffs, just just straight for the Heisman voting, which is better than your glorious Tim Tebow. No doubt. Uh, so his stats were just better than Tebow's were overall. But you and had I had him at ten. Low. I had him at ten. You had him farther than Tebow, though, because leadership. Oh, you factored you factor that in too. Reason that it got him to seven. Oh. Um, so, but I mean, Mariota's year was incredible. It just kind of gets lost. I mean, you know, because uh, there's so many good quarterbacks at the time. You had Winston, Mariota, and you had all these you know Manziel issues. So he did not win a lost. championship. He didn't. He did not. Did not win a championship. But just it all got you know, all kind of got lost just in the mix with it. But I, I thought Mar- Mariota for me was worthy of a ten spot. Okay, Andre, where's my next selection? You had him higher, valid. Mm-hmm. His stats were crazy. So you, had, you had Ware at 10? Did. Okay. Ware at 10, great player. You yeah. already talked about him earlier. Brandon had him as high as five. You had him at two? Uh, yeah, had him at two. So, uh, shit, he, he'll be Big higher difference. than that in our bracket. Yeah, he will be. He'll make the eight, probably. Yeah, at least six. Yeah. Somewhere. He'll somewhere be in there. Uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a sleeper as a six seed. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to draft him in six overall. <laughs> Who'd you have next? Uh, Lamar Jackson. I wish you had told me don't take anybody like current. No, I didn't. No, no. I took, I mean, but as current as I get. For is, me, 3,500 passing yards, 1,500 rushing yards, puts him at 5,000 all-purpose yards. Too many bad losses. 51 touchdowns. Saw him on film. Wasn't impressed. Obviously, too many bad losses. The Heisman Council didn't care about his bad losses. Uh, Deshaun Watson, everyone says he should have won Heisman. I agree. No. I wouldn't even have him in my top 25. Who? Lamar Jackson. Really? Not even in top 25. With those stats? Yeah. No. Top 25. Now, again, this goes to the fact that I actually got to see him play where I didn't get to see someone like O.J. Simpson. I didn't get to see Tony Dorsett. I didn't get to see those guys play. Yeah, but you took them based off stats. I did because I didn't get to see him play. And I and from what I saw body of work in terms of season and what they did, squirrel. I Yeah. I got to actually I actually got to see Lamar Jackson in his season and he had losses and he was not that great. That well, every single Heisman trophy winner had losses. Not every single tro- not not every single one. Maybe in their career, but not every single one. They had losses. No. no? I mean I just I can't deny those stats, man. Five thousand no. yards, fifty one touchdowns. I'm out. Surprised they didn't put him at one. No, just no thanks, Lamar Jackson. Sorry, Deshaun Watson should have won it. <laughs> Clearly, he was. He won the freaking national championship. He was a big part of it. Let's take him. I had next Cam Newton. 
Okay. Yeah, we had this kind of conversation. I could have him higher as Eddie yeah. George or even Johnny Manziel. You had Cam at 11. I did. Nice. You're right. Yeah. I came at 11. 2000 cool. season was great. You talked about it earlier. 43-27 all, all purpose, all together. 51 total TDs. So definitely Tebow numbers, if not a little better maybe. Depends how you look at it. Won a national championship. Mm-hmm. Beat a good Oregon team, I believe. Beat a good Oregon team. He was the focal point. I, I, the fact that I don't have him higher kind of shocks me, but I do like the players. That Andre Ware was better, I thought, as overall. Yeah, I, yeah I, we're, we're close on that, so I, I kind of like that. I can't really dispute All right. where you put him or not. 12. Uh, 12, Charles Woodson. Mm. And I had him that high, and I, I took him down. Did you? I, I, I almost did. did the same thing. I just felt like the only defensive player to ever win the Heisman Get had you a to couple make more my spots. list. Yeah. Get you a couple more spots. And really, eight interceptions, one sack, 44 tackles, and three touchdowns. They used him in the, uh, the, the kick return game. They used him in the punt return game. They used him in the onside game. They used him in the, as receiver from time to time. Nine pass breakups, yeah. too. No, I have the same stats as well. I, I had him that high. I mean, Where'd you, where'd you where'd you end up putting him? Uh, he's at the end. He's okay. I'm, and I, but I, I like you. Like he I said, your list though. He made my list because he has to. Honestly, if someone came to me and was like, "Where he should be in your top five only defensive player ever to do it," I don't know if I could argue very much against it. I would say I, I feel you. He's the only defensive player to be in it, and honestly, he was great. Yeah, I mean, he was great in the NFL, so it's not a lie. It's just how you can't put value on a great corner as far as interceptions. That's it. And interceptions don't tell you the story. That tells you maybe an eighth, a fourth. Yeah. Max. Yeah. Max is a fourth, maybe an eighth. That's all it tells you. Pass backup's probably another eighth. Yeah. But what he does, he shuts down a guy. Because if you shut down a guy, that means no balls thrown right. to you. And right. those stats weren't a real big thing in 97. Huh. In terms of thrown to, targets, you know, the whole nine yards they have nowadays. We didn't have those in 97. So I don't think people like me – Maybe some of the younger bucks. I don't think we know how good he really was. Yeah, and I don't. I don't know, I don't know if it was he was that good or if just the the class was that bad. Okay. Overall, for college football, was that bad that year? Really, all they had was Charles Woodson, and Charles Woodson is fantastic. I mean, won Super Bowl, All Pro. I mean, the guy is is great. I mean, he's a legend. He's gonna be a Hall of Famer, and he for every reason should be. But I just. He, like you, I had to make, I had to put him on my list, and I want to put him up a little bit higher because eight interceptions is just that's really good, really tough. That's to a do. twelve game season, roughly thirteen. And really, you put his pass deflections in there, which you had at at nine, nine. could have been another four or five interceptions on that. Very How many of those do you hit and you drop? You go, yeah. Oh, you oh, grab your helmet. Yeah, it so. could have been it could have been double digit interceptions, which is just unheard of at any year. It is. And even even more so now, even when it's a pass happy league, even in college football, you still don't get people there dropping 10, 11, 12 interceptions a year. Good for the Heisman for giving to a, a defensive yeah. guy in 97. Uh, I had him at house 12, but I kept doing that Excel thing where you go right-click and you insert another cell and push him down. I kept doing that. And one of the next guys I did that for, which is coming in at 12, was Herschel Walker. Uh, Brandon had him in the top five. That was kind of crazy. Brandon had top five. 1982 season, 1855 total yards, 18 touchdowns. The guys that he's above, like you said, we that's why we're doing eight mm-hmm. for the bracket because these guys can be kind of interchanged. Um, you can make a case either way, but I thought Herschel Walker for Georgia was great for that team and meant a lot, and his stats obviously were very good. Not as many touchdowns as Dorsett and Allen, but that's why it's not that high. No, and, and, and I went with my uh, at 13. I went with Rashawn Salam at 2,055 yards. I saw that. 
186 yards per game and 24 touchdowns, which is better than Herschel Walker. It is. And, and he played for Colorado, which nothing happens in Colorado. That's it. Yeah. But the Buffaloes, man. That, that's it. Rashawn Salam. He's not even making my list. Didn't even make your list. And he had better stats. Yeah, but SEC over anything. Hey, I understand. <laughs> I understand. Played for Georgia, so he's got to get there. But I had him at 13. Uh, 14, Ricky Williams. Oh, no, I'm sorry. 13. We're still on 13. My bad. Yeah. Robert Griffin the third. Did he make your list? Nope. I didn't think he did. You're not nope. a Robert Griffin guy. Those stats were very good. I am I am an RG3 fan. Um, and honestly, if you want to know how I did my list, he shouldn't have made it, but his stats were very good. He did have, I think, three losses, I believe, and they were not in the national championship. I think they were like ranked 15th at the end of the year or something like that. But uh, he was every if he wasn't on that team, they may have been seven and five. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. They may have been worse than that, six and six. He wasn't on that team. They would have been worse. I, I, I. That's just my opinion. But again, you can exchange him out. Salam was very good. He could be in that spot as well. He could be. So. So you had RG three. Okay, you had RG three there. Yes, thirteen. Uh, fourteen. I went with Jason White. Wow. Still passed RG three. Damn. F him. Damn. Yeah. Jason White made it. Jason White made it. Yeah. I don't know how. Like I just I Whoa. kept going through, man. I kept going through. I kept going through. And uh, I just, dude, I, I. Jason White made it. Yeah, I like what I like what he. Had I don't to even do. know if he can walk now. He has like no knees. Oh no, yeah, he definitely can't walk. Now. No knees, definitely can't. That's walk why now. he. That's why he bowed out again. He he, came, he was drafted <laughs> by the Titans, I believe, and literally was like, I have no knees. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm done. Jason White made your list. I actually yeah. like that better because he made your list, because I just want to just wow. That's. Like I said, and it's not saying, taking anything away. I mean, we really look at RG three total offense, passing yeah. yards, efficiency, touchdowns. It was it was better, but I also look at it's Baylor at the time. It yeah. wasn't much going my on. My next Baylor. three people are black, and you have a white guy. I love it. Yeah, actually, my last like ten were black. So uh, I'll be honest with you, my last three my last three guys are white. Good, wow, you representing? Yeah. Okay, my next person is after Just Robert that. Ricky Williams. All right, I got you had you. him a lot higher, though. Yeah, you had him at, uh, what, 14? You kind of were in your prime when you watched him. Yes. I was not really college football coherent, I guess, or whatever. I was yeah. eight years old. His stats speak for himself. You went through him. I have him at 14. Well, yeah. So who do you have at 15? 15, uh, Danny Warfel. Two Gators made my list. Only one made mine. So this is, a, this is a historic yeah. day in Facts, Lies, and One Truth. Well, you're, you're, you're going to hate my last one. So Go ahead yeah. with your last one. Chris Winkie. Notice you you did, did it for you. What's that? You did that for you. What do you mean? Florida State, you did that for you. I didn't have Jameis Winston on my list at all. And I definitely do. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly you did. He's my, he's my 15th. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jameis Winston was the man, dude. He why? was the man. Why not? Why Chris Pinky ever get Jameis Winston? Uh, Jameis Winston had Rashard Green, Kelvin Benjamin. He had Davin Cook. He had a whole lot of weapons. That makes it very easy to throw those kinds of yards and stats up. Chris Winky didn't really have anything. He had nothing. Who was the receiver that was very good for that team? Which one? The Winston team? No, uh, Winky. Winky? They won a national championship, so they weren't horrible. Uh, they had somebody. Dude, I couldn't even tell you. It's, too, it's actually too old for um, Bolden. Right, mm-hmm. so it's too old for them, but I think he went to the Bengals. I'd have to look that up. Anyway, 
I had. You're right. That was. Uh, Ooh, I got somebody for you. Yep, that was. Um, no way. Do I know something you don't? Hold on. Yeah, I, I thought it was before Winky. Don't, no. don't don't look it up. We'll, we'll see if we can figure it out. Okay, it, all right. It's, it's, uh, it'll come to me. I'll give you. A, I'll give you a second. I'll talk about next two. I got Winston at fifteen, Woodson at sixteen. Woodson did not make higher than that just because he's a defensive player and you can't put a value on defensive players. But he made my list. Stereotyping fucker. <laughs> he made my list. Jameis Winston could be higher. They won a national championship. They were very good. He actually won it during the playoff year, so he actually had two top teams he beat. So you've got to give respect to that. I did at 4,000 yards and 44 total touchdowns, but he ain't no Tebow. Damn. Uh, if That's going to drive me nuts. If dude. I get the name before you do, without because I can up. see him pump returning, <laughs> making everyone miss. It was kind of like Anquan Bolden. That was work done days, right? No, 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 no. no. The, no this is I, I know exactly what you're talking about. He went to the Bengals. And he was a bust. Yes, he was complete Backed. bust coming out. All right, if you can name it on Facebook, you're better than Jerry, and clearly better than me too. So there you go. We have our top sixteen. Oh my god. He's gonna he's he's checking out because he can't remember who that was. And he's god. Who was fan. that dude? You're going to look it up, aren't no, you? No, I'm not. I'm getting on Facebook to see if there's any comments, probably putting out the name that who it is. So we are Fact Size One Truth. We will have our bracket out on Tuesday. Yes. And we'll get our eight seeds. We will tell you how we chose the seeding, how we did it, and one through eight, give out the bracket, do like we did the NBA, post it out, get it going. We'll show you. You know where we're going to get flack from? Where? I was just looking at this, looking at the uh, Heisman winners. Okay. Where is he at? Guy that won two of them, Archie Griffin. Oh yeah, I didn't have him. His didn't his stats were in those each particular horrible. that year were not very horrible. impressive. Yeah. See, that's what I found trouble in, and I'd like to have a football historian here with me to kind of educate me because I don't know a lot of those old guys, the forties, the fifties, the sixties. Yeah. And uh, no, Archie Griffin's later than that. I get that, but those guys that were in the forties and fifties and sixties, educate me on what those guys' stats. Seventy four and seventy five. Me. Yeah, 74 and 75. So edge, that's why I said later than that. So educate me on why I don't have BFE. Jim Plunkett. John Doe. Earl Campbell. <laughs> Billy Sims. Well, those guys are very good, but I'm talking about the guy, the first guy who won it. Can you give me a little background on why that guy get it? Or, Jay Berwinger? Why, tell me yeah. why Jay Berwinger is, is yeah. worth anything. It, it, is it because he played in no patch days? Yeah. Bo Jackson didn't make it. Tim Brown didn't make it. Vinny Tessaverde didn't make it. Yeah, I, Vinny, I looked at Vinny over and over and over. The only wide receiver ever selected to uh, Heisman, uh, Desmond Howard. Tim Brown? Make it. Oh, Tim Brown, yeah. That was before. That was, that was back in the day. Okay. But Desmond Howard didn't make it. He almost made mine. It was like 68 catches. Like That's not, that's not incredible for me. Tim Brown almost made mine. Eric Crouch didn't make it. Had a good year. Carson Palmer. National Championship. And Eric Crouch. Matt Liner. Yeah. Incredible. Matt Liner. Fuck Matt Liner. I can't believe Derek Henry didn't make it for me. Marking. Yeah, Marking. Yeah, Troy Smith. I know you love some Troy Smith. Mm. <laughs> I did. I looked at him. I was like, I bet you did. Uh, I'm good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Too many good players. Okay, so oh, man. if you can name the Florida State Rob receiver, that'd be great. Yes. That was with Chris Winkie that dominated. Jerry Cant. I'm not looking it up. I want to look it up. I've got Google up. I'm not looking it up. Okay, so not I'm looking just, it I'm, up. I'm, I'm going to just wait and see. It's going to come to me. Okay, well, I know we went a long day. We had a caller. We kind of got into it. We did, we did our thing. Learn this way on Sunday. We appreciate y'all being a part of it. Yeah. We'll catch y'all next time. See you.